0: spoiler log and a link to the past randomizer podcast i'm your host dante today it's episode 25 we have made it a quarter of the way to 100 will there be 100 episodes i have no idea but we're at a place that i didn't know if we'd actually get to i didn't know that we'd hit 25 uh i didn't know if we'd hit 10 and you know we did that pretty quickly so appreciate you guys listening to this. I appreciate all the people who have, you know, been willing to come on to this show. And I don't know, it just, it's kind of nice to see uh, us hit this point. I do want to say that I really had such a great time uh, talking to MM2 Nest Cartridge, our guest today. Uh, I hope you guys are going to enjoy that. So let's jump right on in. All right, today on the spoiler long, we've got MM2 Nest Cartridge. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you, Dante? Uh, I can't complain. I gotta say, uh, it was fun meeting you at SGL. It was also fun finding out that you're not, you know, from the NES era uh as a kid, uh like I kind of thought you would be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my name kind of gaslights that, but SD Live was great, fantastic experience. But yeah, I am As you say, not from the NES era, as some (laughs) might have thought. (laughs) So I guess
0: let's get into that. Let's let's jump into, you know, kind of your history and stuff. So was gaming a big part of
1: your life growing up? So, yeah, um, my first gaming experience was in 2011 when I saw some family friends playing Minecraft. That was like my first serious gaming experience. I'm sure I would played like something at some point before that, but I did that, and I was like, "Holy crap! This game looks awesome!" And it was 2011. And I asked my parents, "Hey, can I get this game?" and And then I got it, and then I played that for like a several several years.
0: So was that on like PC? Is this Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty? I
1: think it predated um, Xbox. I ne- I've never owned an Xbox or anything, but yeah, it was on PC. It was uh, I think it was version One Point Three Point Two, which is really old nowadays. <laughs> 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 yeah i i
0: i had a, a previous guest talk about minecraft and uh, they told me i needed to get into it and i'm like you know i'll i'll, I'll take a look at it eventually but I don't, i don't know if i could ever like how far down that rabbit hole i can go because i hear
1: i hear it's pretty deep yeah there's like there's so much you can do with minecraft nowadays like when i was playing it then i was just like a i was just a kid playing the game i didn't really have any main goals with it i was just to kill time to be a kid I guess Um, but nowadays like I like to have more purpose with when I'm playing games so I don't play it anymore but like I still have it on my computer I just never open it
0: (laughs) yeah I mean that's that's totally fair I've got tons of games that I honestly never touch anymore but uh, so so 2011 what what age range is that for you oh
1: like seven or eight something like that wow okay oh four Wow. Okay. So <laughs> you're definitely, okay.
0: You are definitely the youngest person I've, I've interviewed because Oh, uh, four is when I graduated high school, I'm officially an old man now. And that, yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> <Congrats>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, tell me, tell me about some of the, like, you know, other gaming experiences, obviously, you know, if you dove into Minecraft for a while, I, I would assume you were playing
1: some other stuff too. Yeah. So, um, I was, I was like playing other stuff, mostly like old Flash games on and off. Um, from like up until like 2015. The one I remember the most was this really old game called Rogue Rogue Soul 2, which I actually do still play sometimes. I actually speedrun it. I hold the any percent glitchless world record, which is a 1615, 16 minutes, 15 seconds. But um Wow. I played that. It's like it's basically an auto scroller with like 10 levels, um, kind of like a roguelike, but not really. Um, pretty simple game. But I played that in like fourth, fifth grade a bunch. I don't know why I liked it so much. It's pretty simple, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean I had fun with it when I was younger. So I played that and that I don't know. That also has a lot of ties to the keybind scheme I use nowadays on like when I do speed runs but we can talk about that later. Um, But I played that, and then after that, I think I went back to Minecraft for a couple more years, and then it wasn't really until like, 7th, 8th grade was when I got Steam, and I got a bunch of different games. Uh, I played Celeste in that era, played a bunch of Smash Ultimate with my brother. Okay. Um, And then after that, I really just like, I th- and, and like I was just playing other different games on and off until I discovered Super Metroid in like the fall of freshman year of high school. I think was when I did my casual play of Super Metroid, and then I did okay. that. Yeah, th- I did that. Um, then I got into speedrunning in February of 2020, right before the pandemic, and then the pandemic gave me like a million years a day to play the game and get better and I did Super Metroid for, like, six months, and then I got into Link to the Past through SMZ3 Multi-Worlds. Um, okay. Link to the Past, did the Overworld Glitches Mentor Tournament in, like, at the very end of 2020 into, like, 2021. We played in that. You beat me too. Oh, up. yeah. But we did play in that because you were actually good at the game, and I was just a guy who plays with glitches sometimes. <laughs> I did that, but I did that. Um, and then I like did some ladder and I did and I just like I went back and forth between SM and like to the past um, a bunch. And uh, then, yeah, then I was just playing this and some like other casual games on Steam. But I mean, right. I got here pretty much.
0: OK, so
1: there, there's a whole lot to
0: unpack there. Uh, the first thing is I, I'm actually impressed you played Smash Ultimate. That means you have touched an actual controller and not a keyboard. Um for for some form of a game which is cool Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that was something I was going to ask was like is that just something you've always done is like you know only keyboard because you know as as we've mentioned um, I think you actually came up on an episode of Go Mode recently after SGL about how like you know you were a keyboard player so you're playing Super Metroid on a keyboard while there which was pretty cool
1: yeah and then I then my keyboard is super loud and I play it super loud and (laughs) and Multiple people were like, hey "Well, actually, no. Nobody actually asked me at the event if I could quiet down, but I'm sure multiple people were thinking about it."
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, there was a. I will say there was a time I heard you. I think I, I did say this yeah. on that same episode when herf was talking about it. And the only thing I thought of was, I really just need to bring like better headphones if I'm going to be in the tournament room, like to like cancel out stuff or just so I only hear the game. Because like, yeah, that's I may. I may hover as well, which could be distracting to someone like right beside me, because that makes a clicking noise on the button. It's kind of the same premise. It's just, you know, maybe not as often. So I don't know. You can't like change the way you play a game. Uh, You know, know, as long as you're not being like intentionally distracting, it's probably the best way to put it.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, there's a line there, but like, this is just how I play the game. And like, yeah, if that's an issue to you. I'm sorry it sucks sit somewhere else maybe go to the other room there's there there was yeah. two rooms so I mean for sure it's, yeah, it, there are solutions just it's, I don't know I I like yeah. keyboard too much played on it for 4 years I don't really want to change
0: <laughs> Oh yeah I don't blame you it's like you know you play yeah. with what you're used to so um you you mentioned in high school was when you first played Super Metroid which is yep. kind of like your main game tell me tell me about like that experience.
1: What do you remember about that first playthrough? Um, So here, here's actually, wait, I forgot to mention this. So I'm going to go okay. back a little bit before getting into Super Metroid. So in roughly like eighth grade, I got into Geometry Dash, which is like a game that a lot of younger people play nowadays. it um, mm-hmm. it's going it's like a pretty massive skill ceiling with the, like with the levels that are being built. But anyways, I played it for like a year. And I eventually found a, I found a level with the soundtrack that was from Mega Man 2, the Wily One soundtrack, but it was like some remix. And I was like, huh, you know, this sounds pretty good. I wonder what game it's from. And then I looked it up after like fifteen minutes. I found the original Mega Man 2 Wily One, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you know this is pretty good. So then, like a couple of weeks later, I it was like. It was like uh, I want to say it was like fall. So I eventually asked my parents for an NES classic, and I got that for Christmas. And I played Mega Man Two on that, beat it, and then I was like, and that was like the first real retro game I played. Like ever. yeah, so that like that got me into retro games, and then I played a bunch of those. I played like I played a bit of M one, played some Z one. Never really, I don't. I never beat either of those. I tried to speedrun Super Mario Bros. One for a bit, but I never like got a good time. I think my best was like a five four X or something. Okay, but, um, I did that, and then eventually, just Super Metroid showed, in my, showed up in my recommended from like GDQs and stuff, and I was like, yeah, you know, this is cool. But yeah, back to your actual question that you asked me about Super Metroid. So I remember. At a couple of points I used a walkthrough because I was in ninth grade and impatient. And I was also sure. playing half of it in class. Um because I'm a very responsible high schooler, obviously. Um <laughs> but I don't know. I remember this like this one part. So you know you've you played Super Much, right? You did SMZ3 with Relkin for the yeah. Radio Re- Curython. Um, but I remember right before I got Grapple Beam. I remember like getting graph like doing that big jump in like for the first time in this one specific class, I think it was like my history class. Um, and I was like, Holy crap. This is, this is awesome. Like this feels really good because I remember doing like, like you can just do cool things in Super Metroid and you feel cool. Right. Right. So, and the movement's yeah, really good yeah, in that The It really nice. It, it just makes it makes you feel badass in a sense. And especially when you get more powerful, like when you get plasma and screw, then you can just tear through a ton of things and it just it just makes you feel super powerful. And I think Super Metroid does a really good job of taking you through the evolution of the character without really using a lot of plot Um Cause like once you really get on Zebus, that's pretty much all the plot you're going to get through the whole game in terms of yeah. the game actually telling you stuff. So I think it does a really good job of, okay, you're on a new planet that's and you're super weak and you have to go hide and such and such. And you have to like go around and do certain stuff. And then eventually you find a bunch of stuff and you just get more powerful. And you end up being able to like tear through Lower Norfair and just destroy Torian like go like being able to ice and then super the Metroids when you get into Torian I think that was one of the biggest moments for me because it's like holy crap I'm in the final area and I can one shot these enemies this is awesome
0: oh yeah for sure <clears throat> and, and that, like yeah, I don't know it feels cooler having the, the supers like do you know kill something in one shot versus like the five
1: regular missiles yeah the five yeah for sure I mean that's also true for speed runs. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but yeah, like just like getting in there and then like if you do it right, you can do this game really well. And then there's just like so much so much skill ceiling to be had in Super Metroid speed runs. It's truly just nuts how high the skill ceiling is. Like I could talk yeah. for, for days about that.
0: Yeah, it's it's very noticeable, like anyone who's ever tried to play either Super Metroid or a Link to the Past or even the randos of, you know, maybe the combo, like there's a really easy way to bleed tons of time in Super Metroid or gain tons of time. And then there's like a limit to what you could probably do with A Link to the Past without like some real major mistakes from like an opponent per se. So like there's always like I feel like ways to do rooms
1: faster in Super Metroid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think I think the thing is in Link to the Past, there's a lot of your time save is going to be the minor stuff. And there's there's a ton of little tiny optimizations that you have to do in every single room. And like that's not bad. That's just I think that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Like you want to optimize your door entries, you want to optimize your um, your dash lines, you want to optimize such and such stuff like that. I think the difference in Super Metroid is What, like, you your movement looks a lot more visually cleaner when you're cleaning up your movement and you and like you can see the time you're losing, whereas in Link's Pass, it just happens and then you don't really notice the consequences. But, like, in Super Metroid, for example, if you misalign a door, then like you'll have to watch the door scroll while you can't do anything about it, and like you Mm -hmm. just you like you have to visually see your time loss, I guess, and like the same goes for missing a wedge grab or missing a wall jump and stuff like that. Super Metroid just tells you that you lost time, I guess, is how I think about yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does for sure. So when you when you finish this, like I, I'm assuming speed running was a thing, uh, but like uh, did you were you even aware of it? Like uh, when you
1: played through Super Metroid the first time, like yes. there were
0: like speed runs for it. OK,
1: yeah, uh, it was like twenty eighteen, nineteen, I want to say. When I did my first play, and like I watched Zenny's RBO GDQ run before that, Mm -hmm. Um, I remember he got a he got a one oh six. He died to lava dive, didn't die to anything else. At least that's what I remember now. Like now, from watching it again, but like yeah, like me then was like, oh my god, this is so cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and RBO still sounds ridiculous
1: to me. Um, Like just super hard. It's hard. Like, I have a low 110. I could I could probably get, like, a 108 if I pushed it and, like, put more time into the category, but it is a hard, hard run. Like, you have... And especially, like, the more you're trying to push it, the harder your route gets, and the more things you have to survive to get a shot at lower Norfolk, and then your lower Norfolk becomes tighter, and there's yeah. so much stuff in that category. It is... It is a brutal run. It is... Yeah.
0: It's yeah, there's just so fun. many things that could go wrong. Um, I, yeah. I guess like another thing, I, I, I'm going to derail just a minute. So we, we talked okay. about your name with the MM2 nest cartridge. So at, at any point, does does MM2 like Mega Man 2, does that have anything uh, or does that have any bearing on games that you like or play
1: quite a bit or have in the past? I mean, I do pl- like I, I haven't played Mega Man 2, like I haven't beaten it in a setting in a while, but I tried to do Mega Man two speed runs before I did super Metroid. Um, okay. And then I was just like, okay, this isn't for me. Like, th- like this game is great. It got me where I am. I really, I appreciate that. I'm grateful to it. I think it's a great game, but I don't think that speed run is for me. Yeah, and that's I mean, fair. That's just, that's just how it is.
2: I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, no, that's totally fair. So uh, 2020, you said right before the pandemic, you got yep. into uh, actual speedrunning. I'm assuming that was around the time you played some Mega Man 2. And then w- what other games did you like dive into around that time or give a shot to?
1: I think the only games I tried to speedrun before Super Metroid were Super Mario Bros. 1 for the NES and then Mega Man mm-hmm. 2 and then Super Metroid. There okay. might have been another one that I'm forgetting. Oh, no, no, it was there's a third one. It was. Super Smash Flash to break the targets, which is like you know, like Smash Bros. melee. Um, right. Imagine, like, you know how they have the break the targets mode. Imagine that, like, imagine somebody put melee into a flash emulator and made a flash version of it. And yeah, wow. that, that's Super Smash Flash two, and it has break the targets, and I speak around that for like a month.
0: Okay. Uh I this is honestly the first time I've really heard of someone speedrunning a flash game. Uh at least like firsthand. Um Yeah. So that, that that's kind of wild. I d I didn't even know this existed. I'll have to I'll have to check and see if like there are some videos of this I could
1: see what like what the differences are. I mean it's it's on speedrun.com. I didn't um but I remember me and my buddies in my eighth grade science class, we would play it a ton in class. hmm And then every once in a while now. Me and uh, my best friend from high school, we like when we get together. We sometimes play it. Is it's it's like I don't know. It's it's pretty fun for us, but it's also like we have memories of it, and it's also just like it's yeah, fun and competition. And yeah, before, before you ask, yes, we played it on keyboard. I mean that that makes sense if you're playing yeah. a flash game. Yeah. I'm assuming it's that on keyboard. Key. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. But I think it does support controller. I can't remember. Never tried. <laughs> um
0: so getting into super metroid uh and then kind of i kind of want to see how this this train goes so you're playing that did you did you jump into the rando for super metroid or was it was it purely speed running or did it was it kind of like you dove into everything all at once so
1: my early super metroid progression was i did any percent for like two weeks and then i learned the hundred percent route did a hundred percent run my first for fun fact my first any percent run was an hour forty one minutes. Um, okay. And then my first Hundo was like a two twenty something. Like it was, it was, it was silly. But I mean, I I just wanted like I knew I wanted variety in the categories I run, and like that's still true today. Um, so I did right. that, and then like I did any percent for a while, did hundred percent a bit. I think I got it down to like a like a high. F- um, I know like after two months I got sub hour. In any percent, and then I wow. had to go one four x in Hundo or something. Then after that, I got into the rando, played them a bit. I was like, "Wow, why am I so bad? I can I can route these okay." And then I discovered, "Holy crap, execution is massive." Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I discovered SM RAD, I think was I think that was around about when I discovered SMrad Rad. Okay, because um, that was like near the tail end of the. Um, for those who don't know, Super SM Rat is the Super Metroid Randomizer Accessible Tournament, which is a now defunct, um, well, now mostly defunct Super Metroid tournament that was meant to have the most accessible logic possible, except that infinite bomb jumps were sometimes required and um and like the most accessible settings possible. And now looking back on it, it was a terribly balanced randomizer, but I mean, it works. (laughs) It was, it was fun. We had a turn. We had, they had like four tournaments off of it. I think maybe three. I can't remember. I actually remember watching some of those and
0: I, I I played a few kind of like on my own, like just because I didn't know much about super Metroid rando. Uh, I, I think that what I knew before SM rat was, uh, I had downloaded like a really old, I think it was one of totals builds from way back. And the first thing required was a morph ball in the ceiling. And I had no idea how to do that, and I was like, "Well, uh, I guess I'm not
1: playing this." So Man, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I did SM Rat for a couple months, like, and I was just, like, um, I also remember they did the they did the Dog Pound Classic, which was a so it was like so it, it was like a monthly race, um, of some category, sometimes like any percent or hundred percent, something something more bizarre. But you so imagine an NMG race, but you've got like a 135 runner, a 129 runner, and then a 123 runner. So okay. you give the one the 135 runner, like you, you tell them to go, then you have the 129 runner wait six minutes, because that's the difference between their PBs. Right. And then they go, and then the one twenty three runner waits six more minutes than they go. So it's a staggered run where everybody starts at different times based on their based on the differences of their PBs going into the race, right. which makes it a really cool experience for new runners because you it's so much easier to PB by like two minutes and win the race by a million years. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why like that's part of why I got into racing because it was that was super cool. For me being able to be like, oh, I can win these, but I was also being given, given a massive handicap. But it, was, it also sucks for more experienced runners because they have such a harder PB to go to go up against. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, but I had fun with them back then, and it also like had let me have a environment to play dumb categories that <laughs> and like have other people play dumb categories. Right. So, so Super yeah.
0: metric has like. I feel like more like twice as many categories, it feels like, than than Link to the
1: Past does, as far as vanilla. That's um, yeah, that's true. And also, since a lot of the Link to the Past categories are glitch categories and people won't aren't gonna consider them as much, then it's just um, that's just like that's just how it is. But I yeah. was talking with Malmo at SG Live and the way like the glitch rule the glitch rules in Super Metroid. Are kind of more similar to like the no logic rules. Whereas like we just have this black list of these five glitches. Don't go out of bounds, don't do wrong warps, don't do fake items, don't um don't do the GT code, don't do glitch beams. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else goes. Um Whereas like links to the Past, you have a million different rules on what you can and can't do yeah. for NMG speedruns, which is like that's fine. That's how the speedrun works, but it's also like we play it so much like it's a similar thinking style to no logic that I think it makes a lot of sense that I like glitched more over here. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, that, that does make sense. Um, I, I mean, so
0: you, you do like, you mentioned this too. And I had someone tell me this about you. You really like the variety of different yes. categories. You don't want to play the exact same thing over and over and over again. So how many categories like, have you actually done a run for it? Oh Metal my Fire?
1: God. I have no clue <laughs> at, at least 30, probably more. Wow. I would, okay. I would have to count. I'm probably going to do that. Like after this. All right. Uh, wow. That, I honestly, I didn't know there were 30
0: categories, but, uh, cool. There uh, are that's so many. <laughs> I mean, like, I know there's like what low percent, what is it? Low percent ice or something where, you know, it's like, how many, is it like 200 shots or something? The mother brain at so, the end or
1: low percent. It's complicated. So the low percent ice, Um, The technical definition of it is 14% grab ice charge because there are like upwards of 30 different low percents that collect 14 items in Super Metroid and low ice is just the main one. But yes, Mm. it's 200 shots on Mother Brain, Um, a bit over 100 shots on Ridley because you get to have ammo for that fight. And then Dragon's also bad, but nobody talks about it because you can talk about Mother Brain and that sounds worse. Wow. Yes. The
0: Ridley fight seems like it would be very daunting as well in that. Yeah. Dragon
1: is hard to do fast. Ridley is hard, but you have more energy. You have a lot more leeway in your health and you have a lot more, like less shots to do because you have ammo while the branch is terrifying. Like mm-hmm. low percent is the, the one big thing in Super Metroid that I haven't done a run of also because I wouldn't find it fun. But that's just me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That, I mean, the different categories, you know, different ideas for different people. So it totally makes sense. Um, so tell me a little bit, like fast forwarding a little more. Um, you know, you started with Super Metroid. So how do the A Link to the Past multiworlds come in? Like where, where does that bleed over occur and how do you discover A Link to the
1: Past? Okay, so actually real quick, I counted the runs on my SRC profile. I have 27 different Super Metroid categories on my... SRC. Possible. Wow. I think okay, I've done so some it, more that aren't on the boards, but I don't geez. know. Jeez.
0: That, that is a lot. I, yeah. I have not done 30 total speed runs probably. Uh, well, I, I, maybe I have done 30 attempts of NMG at this point, but yeah, that, that's
1: absolutely incredible, yeah. dude. Thank you, man. But yeah, so back to your question. Um, so round about June 2020, I'm doing any percent. And this guy Kuru nine seven eight nine eight comes into my chat and is like, hey, um, do you know? Uh, wait, no, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. So, did, yeah, is this seven eight nine
0: eight? Is this like a math? No, it's oh. it's nine seven nine
1: eight. It's very oh, close. Okay, okay, it's very close. <laughs> the numbers are very close, but they sound nothing alike. Though Kuru has like the strongest New York accent you've ever heard. <laughs> um, but I, I was browsing the wiki. I found this thing called Multitroid and I joined the Discord for that. And then I um, I do like I want to do Multitroid because I think it's the coolest thing ever because it's like it's co-op Super Metroid. Yeah. Um, and it was back in 2020. So it wasn't like that great, but it was pretty good. Um, And then I do them with this guy called Kuro9798. Um, and then I do co-op runs with him and he introduces me to Multi Worlds, And I do some Super Metroid multi-worlds with him and a bunch of other people uh, through, like, the summer of 2020. I remember we had, like, a 30-40-person multi-world at one point of just Super Jesus. Metroid all in one place. Like, it was, like, a scheduled event, and it was it was massive. I think it was in Juni-June's community. Um, But that was a time. Um, But then we had... And then I learned Zelda from him, from Kuru. Um. To be able to get into Super Metroid, uh, to like SMZ3 multi-worlds, because I wanted to. Right. Um, And then I got more, more schooling from Junie June, who I'm mm-hmm. just going to call Junie because that's his name. Um, in Zelda and also in Super Metroid, he taught me a bunch. Um, so I learned a bunch from him, and then I like, got into ladder, lost a bunch of races. Uh, I think yeah, that was like late 2020. Was when I started doing okay. more like the past races, which I think was like roundabout when Ladder was like getting started, and getting off on its feet.
0: Yeah, that was during 2020, and I remember like I I remember encountering meeting Junie online. Uh, we I think we actually got paired up in the SMZ3 tournament that was that year. Um, yeah, and because I remember my group in that was pretty ridiculous because it was like. Uh, I forgot the fourth, but it was like me, Bressingham, and Junie June, and I was like, "Well, I really hope
1: I get some Zelda seeds." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually quite a good group. Like, yeah, because Bress like Bress nowadays is really good, but he was pretty good back in twenty twenty, and then yeah, Junie sure. was pretty good for the twenty twenty standard, and then you're you. So yeah, yeah well, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean you're quite good at Zelda and you can get by in Super Metroid and Gamma gets by with that. So I bet you can. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've done it. I've done it sometimes in some weeklies, but you know, I feel like I've gotten really like on SMZ three. I just feel like I got a little lucky uh, because it's like, well, I'll just skip some Super Metroid stuff and hope that nothing's there. Uh, And, you know, and that's the smart (laughs) thing to
1: do. Play to your outs, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like you want to skip stuff in SM if you're bad at SM and SMZ three, so you can spend less time there, more time in Zelda. May, like mm-hmm. makes total sense, but I mean also I got super lucky in the SMZ3 fi- like semis and finals at H2 Live. I got like the most SM seed of all time versus Gamma and then, oh, versus Ace I remember I skipped Gravity, but he can also skip Gravity. I think he yeah. did, but but yeah, versus Gamma I just like skipped all the gloves, skipped Varya on Library which I had half forgotten about at that point. Wow. <laughs> um, Skip boots on Bombo's tablet to get said Varia. Because um, I go mode Swamp. Jesus. Um, it, it was like a 220 something. And bootless for Link to the Past. Yeah, bootless for Link to the Past. Also bootless for SM. I had Speed Booster and no other good movement items. I think I had Spring Ball. Um, okay, but was, wow. It was a tough long run for Hellrun, Run. I won't lie. It was, it was, it was not easy. But I mean, yeah, I mean Hell Runs are never easy. Hence, hence the title.
0: It's not just because you're in Norfair, um, but uh, so so you're you're finding out Zelda things in 2020. You know, like from Junie, I, I, like what else? Like was was the Overworld Glitches Mentor Tournament? Was that your first like tournament or the first dive into the competitive scene as far as ALTTPR?
1: Um, as far as links to the past, I had done ladder before then. I know that. I think that was my first link to the past only tournament. Is that tournament. okay? And then after that, I think I did Cross Keys twenty twenty one. I didn't do okay. main twenty twenty one. I did do main twenty twenty two, and I qualified, and then I made it into bracket, and then I lost. Um, I lost uh two one to Zelga. Uh, after falling to Ganon. no, no, I died to Gana in game three and lost the race to that. <laughs> yeah,
0: because uh, yeah, I remember yeah. uh, I, I, I unfortunately like twisted the knife and the wound on that at SGL because yeah, I was like, did you yeah. beat Zelga uh, <laughs> at, in twenty twenty two? Because I literally remember it as such because I was like, dude, MM two is about to knock Zelga out of this, and for some reason I have like I've, I've gaslit <laughs> myself uh, into remembering it as that uh, that's happened, but yeah,
1: obviously not the case. Twisted the one and a half year old sealed wound <laughs> no, I, I've had more heartbreaking SM losses nowadays so I I am very over it which yeah, I think I, which I think I told you about at SD live but
0: yeah 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 there's there's some of those things like I, you know like I feel like there's so many Ganon death potentials in SM plus like you in SM yep. you don't have a a save and quit you know or a save and continue function don't. it's literally yeah. like you die. I hope you saved at some point. If you didn't, you know, well, you know, if you're 30 minutes in, you've lost all 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> yep, that's pretty much how it goes. Like you like sometimes it's worth it to save scum stuff, but usually you don't. You just right. You trust that you have the abilities to not mess up. And also that's why we do a lot of best of threes is so that you can have shambles. And if you're still clearly better, you can win.
0: Right. I mean, the game that kind of like the best of three lends itself really well, in my opinion, to like the Super Metroid Randos, just because the game itself, most of the time, I feel like even with area rando is a bit faster. You're not going to have like your outliers, I feel like are maybe the one twenty one thirty mark for good players. And instead of like, you know, the the outliers are like one forty to two hours, you know, for the really nasty
1: ones, like for Link to the Past. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the worst seed we had in yeah the slowest win for the online SD Live tournament was a 126. Wow. Um, okay. And that was oh my god that seed was so bad. I think it was forced farm of two independent four percent drops to get out to get your first supers out of Kraid Missile. At meme route, and okay. you couldn't kill the crate boss. Wow! So you had like you had one power bomb pack available. You had to spend two power bombs to get in there. One power bomb to open the, like the first room in crate. Another power bomb to get the crate item. So you're down to one power bomb, but you need three to get out. And the yeah. only way to get them is by killing the zebs in the the room before crate, and they drop power bombs four percent of the time.
0: Yeah, so like like Super Metroid, I guess to explain this uh, in case people haven't played it. Like it's not like Link to the Past where there are guaranteed prize packs of like, you know, th- these items are going to drop in this specific order. It's kind of like you, you some enemies can drop certain things, but it's it's based on a percentage,
1: I guess. Like yes, every enemy okay. has a different drop table and it's kind of expected that you know like all the important ones. But there's not right. That many important ones. Most of them, you can just be like, "Man, it's a toss-up what it drops, and it doesn't really matter." But power bombs are far and away the the least common drops,
0: right? And I'm surprised that's like built into the logic. Like for something to like have you have that be forced—that's kind of wild.
1: It was it was so terrible to like to like watch. Like <laughs> and I it's also remember like it, it was like it was like yeah, pretty much. It's like bomb most level that Um, but I remember. Because like at that point, it's just a toss up of who gets the drop first. Because um, mm-hmm. they were both farming at the same time, and one player got out like a couple minutes before the other one did. Because he got in like such an outlier level fast le- number of drops, and then right. the other player actually no, the other player who was better going into the race, um, anyone would have considered them a favorite who knew anything. But they like got out and then came back to win by a couple minutes, but. It was still a 126, which is, and it, it was a bad seat after that as well. But I don't remember the rest of the rest of what was bad, but it was bad.
2: Jeez,
0: that's yeah. like, that is awful.
2: It was
1: terrible.
0: I, I want to ask, and granted, I mean, I, like I said, I, like you mentioned, I was a part of it. Um, but the Overworld Glitches Mentor Tournament. So yes. w- what was your experience like with that? Who who did you work with to learn? Like, were you already doing glitches in multi-worlds or w- w- were you learning glitches like from scratch? Like you'd
1: never like clipped through a wall or anything. So I knew a couple clips clips um, from multi-worlds, of course. Um, I knew like, I knew how to boot clip. I knew how to spin speed. That was pretty much all I knew. Um, and then okay. I learned AD in like right at the beginning of 2021 um because speedrun's fun and then yeah. i think i learned with orange malmo checks i think and obscure were my four mentors for that tournament okay not in that order so you
0: ha- you had good ones then i know orange worked yeah. with me like kind of like a uh I-, I don't know if we actually did a race together but i know we did like a uh, a quick like here's a, here's some things you should make sure you know before you get into a race type deal you know malmo worked with me a good bit and um you know had had no regrets working with her because she's a great teacher and I, I think i even had Jetters uh mentor me for a race and that one that one was kind of like he was like i feel like you kind of know what you're doing already you know how to route it's just a matter of do you remember where the clip lineups were and that was kind of where um But where I was, it was kind of like, hey, tell me how to do this clip. How do I get from here to here? (laughs) I was just totally lost. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I was definitely more in a I need to like have options presented to me that are actually good instead of Mm -hmm. being able to think up stuff on my own. But I knew a bunch of clip lineups. So kind of the opposite problem to you. Um, Gotcha. It was it was a really fun experience. I definitely I'm definitely glad I did it. It was it was a it was. It was a super fun tournament, honestly. Malmo is great for yeah. She's pretty awesome. Yes. Um. Yeah.
0: Uh, so your tournament experiences so far. Here's what I'd like to know: uh, how many? How many can you think of that you've done for A Link to the Past? You already mentioned a few, but how many of you also done for Super Metroid? As far as like the randomizer side, like not not counting vanilla speedruns, like you know, no NMG League or anything like that. I don't even know if you've done that, but um, but just like randomizer tournaments like how many of you done across the board you think
1: tournament underscore races dot xlsx oh god uh, Um I have done one uh two three four I think no yeah fours league uh because mm-hmm. radio league um f- that no that's that's still four Five is SMZ three. I don't know if that counts. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, it's it's it, the two yeah. games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, six is the multi world tournament at the beginning of twenty two twenty two for SM Rando. Um, then I did open. Then I did a uh, main tournament. Then seven was the twenty twenty was the summer tournament. Um, that's boys league. Um, eight was Rando League. Okay. Um, then, random league being the yeah. Super
0: Metroid random yeah. league. Super
1: Metroid random league. I've never done Lake to the past league. Um, eight, then nine is online. tens dash in person. I think that's it. Okay. Wow. I, I don't know. It felt like I did more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I've seen you in more too. Uh, but look, we got to change. We got to change the link to the past league. We got to get like you Bressingham and like, I don't know, maybe go grab Juni and see if they want to do it. Like that would I mean, be, we probably that just, would be a
1: really powerhouse yeah. open team. I think it would probably just <laughs> be me breast farfalo Just have the, um, Oh geez. Yeah. I forgot about the Farfelu. cause we're already on a team for, uh, SM Rando league. So just, uh, just bring that one over.
0: Wow, that that would be pretty yeah. sick because I know Farfelu is really good at SMZ three and has been yeah. good at you know Zelda like by itself as well. So that's
1: that's pretty, yeah, that would be he's pretty done sick. well in the French tournaments because um, he's mm-hmm. he's from Quebec. Um, but yeah, if I was ever to do Link to the Past League, it would very likely just be me breast Farfelu or two of us and one of us and then somebody else to replace us who. Didn't, who, who yeah. didn't want to do the tournament or something
0: so as far as the tournament scene goes i i want to ask this because i feel like you have had a very good uh amount we'll say of experience between like the Alttpr competitive scene as well as the super metroid rando competitive scene um I, i've always kind of felt and i'm, I'm i don't want to put words in your mouth but i've always kind of felt like the a link of the past rando scene for better or for worse takes their tournaments kind of seriously um, You know it's good and bad, but uh, how Mm -hmm. is it in, in in super Metroid rando? Which, how do you feel? Which one's the better one? I guess, as far as like overall chill, fun factor.
1: Okay. I have opinions on this, which is good. So I think my biggest takeaway from what I've done thinking about this issue is it really, really helps super Metroid that we just have one seven stone rule set that never has any debating about it. And that's it. We mm-hmm. never have rule set debates. Like we'll have debates on like, like all like other technicalities of rule set, but never like what tech you're allowed to do in game. Like we don't, we like, we just don't have a hovering issue. The closest we had was for like years and years we had a debate on whether keyboards should be allowed on console for vanilla speedruns because they were banned for, because of a legacy rule that never really got removed. But then we did a okay. community poll in like mid-2022, had that open for like two or three months. And it turned out that over like 85% of the community thought keyboards should be allowed on console. So we removed the rule and did a bunch of other cleanup that hadn't been done. Um, And yeah, that's all That's all public info, by the way. So okay, we just... I think Supermetric just tends to have a lot less controversy because there's just less stuff to have controversy about. Because we just... D- yeah, we Like uh, we just mm. don't have rule set issues. We also have smaller tournaments, so there's less likelihood of there being, I guess, uh, I could say bad actors, but really just people that aren't fun to be around. Sure. Um, in the tournaments, we just have less of those. I but like I think it really says something that the biggest tournament related issue we've had in super Metroid in the past year is a guy commentating too much like come on. Wow.
0: <laughs> okay uh well that that sounds very uh, that sounds very relevant in some ways uh to alttpr, where you know we gotta we gotta have something to complain about <laughs> but um you know well, if that's the worst problem that that's not bad at all in my opinion yeah. I think that's that's yeah. pretty awesome I, th-
1: I think super Metroid has a great community I think we have it really good um but I think we just have really good resources in terms of like getting new players into it. I guess that's like, like with the, the Chuzo tournament was really good. You were in that. You can speak more to that than I was. I didn't enter it because I didn't want to be like this whole, Oh, good player enters a tournament. new players. like, I, like I (laughs) actually tried not to enter it, but then I just also didn't pay attention to it at all. So I, but yeah, also like I, I talked of, about yeah, it a little friends.
0: bit. Like, but I'll say the Chuzo thing. It, I it was advertised to me. I literally said this last episode. But I, I, uh, it was advertised to me as like a noob tournament, like a mentor tournament, but without the mentors. It's just kind of like new players playing against new players, and then there were like people who were not new players. So yeah. I, I didn't, I wasn't upset by that. But I was just like, all right, tell me what y'all want to play, and that was like, I just tried to make the settings as hard as I could just to. Either have a good laugh at myself, or try to, you know,
1: throw myself off the deep end to try to learn something. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, in the end, I, th- I think like there's a there's just a different level of we can't really have a mentor tournament in the same way for Super Metroid as we can for Links of the Past. Like mm-hmm. I hope, like I do hope that Shuzo taught you something. I hope it made you better at Super Metroid, or may have more fun with Super Metroid, or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, it did. Uh, so, mission yeah. accomplished. Yeah, for sure. But, I think it's just harder to have a beginner-friendly tournament in the same way as, like, the Go Web Podcast Mentor Tournament for Link to the Past is in Super Metroid because a lot of the stuff you're trying to learn in Super Metroid is more similar to, like, Glitched Rando in Links of the Past. Whereas, like, learn this tech, like, learn gravity jumping, learn mockball, learn short charging, Which like you can't really teach on the fly, and then use it everywhere. Like yeah, there there is just so much applicability for all this stuff in Super Metroid, and that's just like that's not really as true in Link to the Past because in Link to the Past you can get by with safeties and you can like you can route more dynamically with save and quit being a thing. Super Metroid, you kind of just have to throw yourself off the deep end and struggle a bunch, and then. At least that's how I experienced it. Eventually like something that, clicks, yeah. you and know, I mean, if you're if you're trying I mean, to improve. Eventually you I don't know. I never really had something click. I just played a ton and eventually stopped losing. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean true, that's, yeah. that's that's, yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. way to do it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um I, I want to ask this before uh like we got two more things I definitely want to get to. So let's go back to you being a keyboard player. Uh and you mentioned yep. your your button scheme uh earlier in, in this episode. So tell me tell me how your button scheme came to be and what that's all about.
1: Yeah. So I um I mentioned earlier I played Rogue Soul 2. It has um it had two keyboard two two keybind options. Um you could either do arrow keys and ZX for the two action buttons or WSD and JK for the two action buttons. And I chose okay. the latter because WSD I think it was used to it from Minecraft. Um But I did that. And then I just like I used that a bunch. And then when I did my casual playthrough of Super Metroid, I had to decide on something. So I made a D pad on WSD. And then I took JK and I made IJKL for the face buttons. And then what I did for my casual playthrough that I don't do anymore, I put both of my shoulder buttons next to the D pad. So I had like L on Q and then R on E. And Okay. I select on left shift and start on enter because it kind of makes sense. I think that was a carryover from when I did Super Mario Bros. 1. Um, but I did that and then that worked fine for my casual play. But then eventually I was like, holy crap, I can't do, I can't like these angle buttons aren't working properly. Yeah. So I, yeah. pumping, It's not going to work. Yeah, it just doesn't work. I don't have enough fingers. So I moved L over to O. So I have five buttons for each like second, third, f- excuse me, second, third, fourth finger. Um, mm-hmm. And then that just works. So I effectively have swapped angles, but I don't actually have swapped angles, but wow. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like looking at my keyboard as you're saying
0: this, and it's kind of like making my head hurt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. i like how to play it. <laughs> yeah. My, um, my right hand usually has my index finger on run, which is J, and then my middle finger is doing either shot or jump, sometimes both in the same room. Um, and then my ring finger is usually on item select, which is L. And then sometimes it, I like do a weird grip, and I have my index on run, middle on jump, ring on shot, pinky on angle down. And I like grip the keyboard sideways, and I have, and like sometimes I even have my thumb, uh, like gripping the bottom of the keyboard so that I can like not move my hand. I do that when I'm doing move dance because I have to do it really fast for over. Holy
0: cow! That's 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 a lot. Like, do you do you stream with a a, like a hand
1: cam? Because if not, you totally should. I did Uh for like um for like a month or two back in early 2020 the- early 2023 i think but then okay. i moved out for college and had to redo my entire setup twice actually for various reasons oh, um but yeah now it would looking around uh there's not a great place for a hand cam so that's, that's fair
2: yeah. uh, I, yeah, I, that, I at one sense. point i
1: had it duct tape to the top of my mic which was less than ideal. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you got to do what you can, right?
0: Like, you know, There's, I I can't tell you how many dance gamers have, like, their body cam taped up on their wall, uh, you know, pointed down at them from an angle with with duct tape. So, I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) whatever works. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, for sure, whatever works. But it's also, like, do I really... Like, at this point, I think the best option would be to, like, Tape it to the side of this dresser that's to the left of me, but mm. I don't really want to deal with that. And also, yeah. it's not like it's anchored to the floor or anything, so I just move around. Ugh. Yeah, for sure. So earlier in
0: in this, you mentioned also that you are a musician. Uh, so yep. what what
1: instrument or instruments do you play? Or do you sing? Uh, what are so, your talents uh, with that? So um, that's a. So this is a whole other story, but I'm happy to talk about it. Love doing. This. Yes. Um, uh, go for it yeah so i'm a i'm a pianist and i am currently studying vocal performance in college i have been singing for 12 years and playing piano for 14 so wow i've got a bunch of experience i'm pretty okay i'm, I'm like pretty good I mean,
0: I would, I would, I would hope so. Uh, you know, what I like about that uh, and the way you said it is that I feel like you have confidence in, uh, in your talent, uh, and, and what you're going to school for. So that's, that's awesome. Um, so are those like those,
1: the two mainstays, like, uh, you know, I don't really play anything else, but I've like, I just finished my first semester at music school. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm in the school's biggest, uh, most, the The most important ensemble, I'll say. I don't really have a well, a have good way to word. say it. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have the good word right now. There's. There is a good word for it, and I don't have it in my brain. But, and this is
0: kind of like the, the AP yeah. classes, I guess. Like uh, yeah. level of ensemble, yeah. we'll it's call like it. The,
1: it's the ensemble that goes to competitions and does all like the important stuff for my university. So, like, if you're ever seeing, if you're ever seeing, like, my university sing somewhere that's actually important, it's probably going to be this ensemble. Awesome. Um, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Then I'm taking uh, voice lessons with a uh, voice professor, which is uh, something that every music student does. Well, every voice student does. Uh huh. It's either that or you take lessons on whatever instrument you're specializing in. Um, and then I'm just taking a bunch of music classes. And then a couple of gen eds.
0: So I guess, I mean, you know, and, and you could defer and not answer this if you don't want to, but like, was this something you also did like growing up on the side of, um, you know, as a hobby or like a extracurricular activity or was, or did you just kind of find this later in life? And then, you know, it, and obviously you've been playing it for a while for 12 to 14 years, but I, I assume that would also be kind of correlated to something school related uh, as well, like growing yeah.
1: up. Yeah. So I... Started piano when I was, like, five. I remember, I think my parents put me in piano lessons because I was playing around on my grandparents' piano. Mm. Um, And then they put me into piano lessons, and I apparently I had fun with it. So that's something. And then when we moved from when I was, like, seven, they then put me into a children's choir, and I had fun with that. And then... I ended up going to an arts middle school because I had kept on doing that choir for years. Um, And I was a choir major there because it was like, it was like an arts middle school that was basically a pipeline for this other arts high school. If you know where I lived back then, you could probably figure out which schools they are. Sure. But yeah, I just, I did that. Um, Everyone was doing something. So I did that. Did my school's choir for years was pretty good and then went to high school for choir was also pretty good um i also led a barbershop ensemble in the last couple of years of high school um so that was oh wow that was really fun that was probably the highlight of high school for me was leading that group and then yeah then i applied to a bunch of music schools and got accepted so yeah now here That's we are it's awesome
0: yeah, I mean, I, I think it's absolutely incredible that you know you're you're going to school for this, and you know, I, I'm assuming trying to potentially make a career out of it as well because you know it's it's something that it's like I feel like it's it's tough, but you know, you know, when you say you're good at it, I I, I take that as as fact. So like, there's not many yeah. people who can really say they're very good uh, in that type of field. I think. I
1: mean, yeah, it's it's pretty hard, but I've gotten a couple of jobs, um, gotten a couple of gigs in college, um, currently working at this one church. Um, but that's like everyone and their dog in the music world. But I mean, you're, you you got to have one because it's, it's free money at this point. But yeah, but yeah, it's like, it's, I'm super glad that I got, that I get to be able to do this and also play video games. So I'm like, I'm super happy being able to like study this and also do it as like to earn money. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I guess like it's it's like not really like a dream but i i am very happy doing this and i think it is i think i'm more happy doing this than i would be doing most anything else in college
0: yeah and if, if that's the case that's I, I think you're on the right path um you know you ca- you have to do what makes you happy you, i think you know because a lot of times yeah. you know my generation i i can say that because you know we clarified i'm an old man compared to you <laughs> but you know, I, I was fed the whole like you have to go to college, you have to find something. This is probably you know wh- whoever your parents were probably eventually would say this is probably the best industry for you to be in. Um, and then you have to think about it, and then it's kind of like, well, do I do that or do I do what I want? And do do I know what I want to do? You know, it, it's it's really hard to, for most people, I think. Uh, and this this is probably too philosophical for like around the age of eighteen to figure out like
1: what do I want to do? You yeah, know, exactly. I mean, for um, me, it was like hmm, what do I want to do? Like, I guess I'll just do the thing I've been good at. So <laughs> that's how I ended yeah. up in music mostly, is I've been good at this for years, so I guess I'll just keep, right. improving, it, keep improving myself. Um, and I feel
0: like yeah, the, playing piano helps with the coordination for your crazy yeah. keyboard scheme, too, uh,
1: for Super Metroid. Right? Yeah, I posted a picture of, like, my grip for something in the Super Metro Discord, and then... Uh, a friend of mine, her name is Glove, but everybody calls her Iris because that's her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, "Holy crap, you have such musicians' hands!" And I think this was before <laughs> HD Live. Um, she was there at HD Live for like one night. Oh my god! Okay, Actually, I'm going to go off on a tangent and tell a story from HD Live, but it's hilarious. So oh, good because
0: I, I wanted to ask about how your experience was because I know you weren't really like part of. You, you're part of link to the Past pastorando community, but like you were, I know you were there mainly for like the super Metroid stuff too. Yeah. So like, how was, how was your overall experience? But
1: tell the yeah. story. To yeah. You. Well, I was mostly there. Like, like when I was like with like to the past people, I was with the glitch people. So we didn't like mm-hmm. each other much, but I mean, it was, it was fun, but the story is, so I think it was, Oh, it was some SM race. It was, I think it was, was it finals? I want to say it was finals that because it no 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 it wasn't finals no it was Friday night I think okay. it was either Friday night or Saturday night I can't remember but it was one of those two and we like the vast majority of the SM crew was there watching the ra- like the SM race of that night that we were we were there and just, we were just all sitting there watching and we were probably going to go get dinner afterward and then a couple of us had been chatting with Glove and she was like, oh, I'm going to drop by. Um, I'm going to drop by today and like hang out with y'all. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to be here in five minutes. So everyone in the crowd gets up, leaves, oh, except no. the commentators and the tracker. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and this is the funny part. The tracker, Jester Zooks, I love him to death. He's one of the best people I know. I think he does like the past now, but he like, he DMs Kim and he's like, is there a fire? <laughs> is there a fire? Oh my so God. All left all at once in the middle of the race. And it was like, what in the name is happening? And, and then Jeez. like, we're just all sitting in the lobby and then, Glove gets there, and we're like, "Hey, come come on! There's there's a race going on. Come on and watch!" And then, and then like, it was it was Prof Ace, I think. It was Professor School versus Ace Zero, and Prof was like, "Was the race really that bad?" That's (laughs) hilarious. Yeah, that was that was the that was the story of how Jestro thought there was a
0: fire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god so so the, he he was tracking that's that yes, usually that's yeah just as, right. as the runner if i see like in my peripherals like a bunch of people leaving i'm like well i'm hosed you know i could be 20 minutes in and yeah. you know yeah. i'm i'm thinking it's over but for sure um but yeah like that was that was one of the things about the setup this year for me was uh you know all the stream rooms were one big room and I was like, you know, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna be an escape of a link to the past, you know, and you know, guaranteed like what first five minutes or so, uh, and and then I'm gonna hear clapping for another race that ends, and I'm gonna think I lost. Like, you <laughs> know, that's
1: just how it's gonna go. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember during S like uh, SMZ three finals, the Zelda one finals had like just ended, or like no, I think it was game one had just ended right before we. Um right before we started. So like I clapped for them because even I've no clue what the hell happens in Zelda One. I don't play that game. But Right, right. Like but like Jay Cooper beat Alsoa and I and I, I was like, man, I'm, I don't have anything better to do. GG man. And then like they played game two, and since Z1R is so much shorter than SMC three, I clapped for like I clapped for Jay Cooper again when he took game two. So <laughs> like during hilarious. Cause like, yeah because like I was I was in some cutscene or something or right? I like I had some break right after he finished so I was like you know what what the heck but yeah I don't know I really love the in-person environment it was like great to race around other people who were also racing and just oh, like, yeah. in that sort of environment I think it was, I thought it was a ton of fun
0: yeah it's, it's like a whole new like a whole new vibe that you just don't get you know, with the, yep. the online stuff, you know, like it's it's really hard to put it to words. But like also at the same time, it's kind of like you get the the appeal of hanging out and person like personifying everybody that you've known for like X amount of time online. And there's not right now, there's not a lot of events outside of like somebody randomly going to a GDQ uh, and you run into them. But like there's not like a specific like as Temp likes to call it RandoCon uh, to go to huh. and that's that's
1: kind of what this is I mean yeah that's really what it is because it's like Link to the Past OTR Wind Waker Super Metroid and then whoever else shows up mm-hmm. um, and then like all the like, overlap of anything else too so yep, exactly yeah I mean SMG 3 yes of course but that's kind of already covered yeah um, but yeah I, I don't know it's just such it was it was super nice to be able to meet all the SM people and all the links to the past people and just like actually like be like hey you're real people like <laughs> it's like that's not yeah. it is, but it's like wow like there's actual other people who play these games at this level and care mm-hmm. as much about this one dumb thing that I do so
0: right and you get to like learn from people in person too like if you kind of like hang out and do you yeah, know, like exactly. practice you sessions and stuff or just yeah. a runs like you mentioned the staggered start runs I know there was at least one of those With NMG that happened in some of the practice rooms, and it's like, you know, it's it's a disadvantage to the people who are good, but it's also fun to watch and like see can they
1: catch up? You know, it kind of gives them a little extra motivation in some regard, for sure. Um, I remember I was doing a ninety eight percent suitless race with my friend Kev Nastics SM runner, Uh um, cool dude, but. He, like, we were, like, doing the race and, like, I finished right after the NMG Weekly, um, right after the NMG Weekly started and, like, it was in the same room as all the people who were doing the Weekly. I remember, like, Fox and Chex and Corey and a bunch of other, Flipula as well, but, like, just a bunch mm-hmm. of people were there and, like, halfway through Escape, I, I finished my run, I'm like, alright, that's world record, because it was. Um Jeez. And then, <laughs> and then Fox was like, "I can't believe you would skip out on the MG Weekly to get world record and something," and I was like, "Sorry, man." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a one thirty four oh something. Wow! Um, since then, I have improved that by a minute and a half, and I can do more. But I'm doing. Other is this
0: stuff. Uh, so Is this the category I've seen you posting in uh, in Aries Discord a bit? Uh, the most
1: recent one was GT Classic, so no. Um. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, Na- yeah. Ninety-eight percent suitless is get all the items in Super Metroid that aren't the suits and never get the suits. It is. I think it's. Oh wow! I think it's so fun. I think it is. It's like top three, four categories for me. It's so hard. There's like there's so much stuff you have to learn in, in, in order to be able to do it in any reasonable amount of time. But I think mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, aren't you
0: aren't you also like in the process of like doing some kind of like is it a glitched run in a link to the past or are
1: you just playing NMG a little bit? Um, I've been doing a bit of all dungeons RMG restricted Major glitches. Um, so like, okay. I don't really do much NMG, but I did I did do one run for the last weekly. Um, I got like a one thirty one something with no practice. So I mean, wow. that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. For no practice, I'd say that's
0: like ridiculously good. Um, So uh, so what kind of wrapping things up here, I do have three questions I like to ask everybody and I'm going to ask them to you too. So we're going to start out with what's your most embarrassing moment in rando? Oh boy.
1: I guess that that you're willing to talk about, you know, some people may not want to. No, (laughs) no. I'm just trying to remember something. So Here's so something really embarrassing. Um, this was April 2021. Um, I'm racing RKC TKC in Super Metroid Randomizer. This is SM Rat 2021. Um three days ago I had lost game one and then won game two, and then we decided to play game three a couple of days later. And okay. I get I get back, God route the seed, find both suits on path, get to do like a really solid route, but I feel like do a little bit of a low percent Turian. Nothing, like, nothing too stressful, just like four tank Metroid frames. It's fine.
2: Die in mm-hmm.
1: M4. No saves anywhere. Lose. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's sem- that's game three of semifinals finals and a best of three. So that knocked me out of the tournament. And if I'd won, oh. I had won, I would have gone to the finals versus, I think, Zeb.
0: Jeez. So oh my god. I, I would I I'd I'd be like, I just well you don't have a controller
1: to drop because keyboard's are already <laughs> sitting down. I'd have just dropped the controller and walked away. i that's I completely fair. At that point in time, I think I had played so much SM Rat and was so burned out of SM Rat that I was like, I'm free. Yeah. I'm that's free. what a lot of people it face. talk about the main effort. tournament <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but like Pretend if the main if the main tournament was like the most imbalanced, volatile bullshit ever. know, <laughs> yeah. just uninteresting to race. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my story.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that one. Um, next question is: uh, Do you have a favorite MSU pack
1: for a link to the past? I don't have a favorite. Um, I I can talk about MSUs and Super Metroid. Cause I love I love those. Um, well, I don't actually. It's kind of complicated because they're not timing neutral versus link to the past, which they are. Um, but also, oh, the, do they yeah. add time? Like, do they slow you down? Yeah. Yes, they slow you down by interesting, eh, probably like five seconds per seed if you use it. Um, it's more noticeable in SMT three. I think in SM only they have it mostly figured out, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that's why it's not like. Off the beta for SMZ three right now. Then I I suppose. Yeah, they like. Um, I don't actually know. I won't. I yeah. won't claim to know because I don't. But that's fair. Yeah. But yeah. Um, they're not as great as SM. They're usually banned. But I mean, I would mm-hmm. say my favorite MSU that I regularly use is Chrono Trigger because who doesn't love Chrono Trigger? Come on.
0: Yeah, I mean Chrono Trigger is really good. Yeah,
1: it's like top ten game all time for me.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, Chrono Trigger is definitely, uh, I mean, I, I, it touches a lot of people's hearts, I think, because how, how much of a classic it is. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised. I mean, I guess I'm not because you got into classic games, but like, you know, Chrono Trigger, uh, I can say this before your time. Usually it, so.
1: was, it was, uh, eight years before I was born. I, but Jeez. yeah, no, I've beaten Chrono Trigger, beaten Final Fantasy six. I love both of them. I would say them, And the messenger and super Metroid links the past, obviously Mm -hmm. are like the biggest shoe ins for like my top 10 games all time. Um, Uh, Those are, those are all pretty good. So, Uh,
0: and uh, lastly, I will, uh, this is the question that likes to throw people for a loop, but if you had to lose all of your gaming memories, but you're allowed
1: to keep one of them, which one do you keep and why? See what what I want to say is winning SD Live 20 uh, at SMG3. Um, okay, but also doing co op with Farfaloo is up there because he's a great friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it's not I the think, easiest question, yeah, right? <laughs> I think I th- so. Here's a story I think what I would keep is May 21st, 2021. I raced. A guy called Cashmod in North Korea percent for the Super Metroid multi-category extension tournament, which is a tournament of a bunch of really dumb categories nobody plays. Sure. Um, and I come out of the back I like, and North Korea percent. By the way, it's a dumb meme. The bo- it's the joke is the boss order is Dragon Fenton, Ridley Crade, aka DPRK. Democratic People's Republic of Korea. So, oh, okay, uh, that's the joke. <laughs> that's the North Korea percent. Um, but I so, but so I have a kind of a rough early game, and then I have a really good Meridia because you have to do up and off for hell runs, and then you have to do suitless Meridia. Out uh, and you go out the back and you do wreck ship and get gravity, and then the game is free. So I go mm-hmm. out. I'm I go out the back like a minute ahead. Because I had like the best suitless Murdy of all time for me at that point. And then for the rest of the game, because he's better at the game than I am. um, I go, I go down, I do the rest of the run. It's fine, but I'm just bleeding time to him the whole time. So I'm like 10 seconds behind him when we get to G4. And then we start Torian and I remember I think I remember he missed baby skip. I got baby skip and then I was ahead and then right. I had like the worst escape of all time, but I ended up winning that race by 36 frames. We retired Holy cow. It was. Yeah. And like at that point I was like, you know what? Maybe I can win some races. So. <laughs> that's a pretty tight. That's uh that's just over
0: half a second. That's like yep. ridiculously ridiculously tight.
1: Yeah. I Was I in a closer I feel like I was in a closer race than that at some point recently, but I also don't think No, no I wasn't. No. That's no that's the closest race I've ever been in. Okay. Um, but yeah, other Honorable mentions would be um beating Aussie one oh one in the SM Rando tournament. Um beating checks in the HMG tournament. Just like a bunch oh, yeah. of like, my good wins, I would say are good memories that I would want to keep. Just good yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. And then I mean also just like hanging out with all my friends, because I mean this is like it's all really about community at the at the end of the day, is just hanging out yeah. with people that do the same weird thing that you also do and just chilling. Right. We just, so, we like to race it. We like to have
0: competitions with it, but at the same time, you know, or it's like, we're still people. We also just want to,
1: you know, be friends with each other too. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like I can talk about this one when I had from 2021 all I like, but like, I really would, would just want to keep my, like just my friends. Cause playing this the game friends along the way <laughs> the friends yeah. playing this game sucks alone, you know
0: yeah, it's not fun when you're playing alone that's that's 100 for sure I can agree with that. yeah this is
1: why league playoff links to the past league playoffs being all co-op was great. um I don't know yeah. I'm, not, I'm not an SM League admin. I can't say anything.
0: Uh, well, I guess, I, I guess we're putting, uh, you're, you're trying to put the bug in their ear. Let's, you know, let's see if it happens, you know, how oh,
1: I already know they have the bug in their ear. I talked to Tracy about it. I see live,
0: but. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'll have to pay attention and see if I can, uh, maybe commentate more, um, oh. SM, SM casual boots as I like to call it, uh, the major minor, uh, since I, I, I kind of know how that works. Um. My 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 most riveting commentary during that was all right. They got screw attack early. Like I think that's something you kind of want. And and duck just gave me like my co com gave me the absolute like biggest ripping of of course you want that. Like that's <laughs> it's so free. I'm like oh, I know. I'm like let let me have something. I know what I'm talking about for five seconds.
1: That, that is such duck. I duck is a treasure. There, um, <laughs> I don't know. There's this um there's this VOD that me and a couple friends have going around of uh, of an SMZ3 race from the 2020 tournament between players mm-hmm. I will not name and Duck and a co-commentator I will also not name because um, I don't want to embarrass anybody but <laughs> it was just like the most hilarious commentary I've ever heard because the the co-commentator loved to just talk over Duck and Duck was clearly just not having fun.
2: <laughs> oh no! Was,
1: like it was it would have been terrible to listen to it in real time but looking yeah. back on it oh my god it is the most hilarious thing ever
0: yeah there's some good moments I think everybody could find a clip or two like yep. that
1: for sure <laughs> for sure
0: <laughs> oh man well mm2 thanks for for chatting with me
1: man Um, anything you would like to plug uh, the floor is yours I guess the SM community is great If you want to play Super Metroid, then we would love for you to come and learn Super Metroid. There are a ton of lovely people who are willing to help you learn stuff, myself included. But the community is great. People are great. You should learn the game. It is a fantastic speedrun. I don't know. Outside of that, not really much. There's not too many tournaments coming up that are, Public knowledge, right. so <clears throat> can't really talk too much about that one. But sure, I guess I, I guess the relay is like kind of coming up, but not really because we don't have a date for it. But I am running map completion in that.
0: Oh wow! All right. So whenever that happens, well, that'll be that'll be fun to see. I'll I'll have to uh,
1: tune in for some of that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be broadcast everywhere. Hopefully, maybe, hopefully it <laughs> hopefully it reaches your ears. Reaches
0: my well, we'll find you You can always reach my ears in a DM uh, via it's my dope. eyes. Um, <laughs> so feel free to let me know. But thanks again uh, for coming on. And this has been MM2 on the spoiler log. A huge thanks again to MM2 Nest Cartridge for coming on the show. Uh, I really, like I said, enjoyed talking to him and, you know, learning stuff about so many people, him included, Uh, What I like about doing this podcast and listening to like 216 is that we get to pull back that little bit of rando facade, we'll call it, and kind of learn a little bit about what makes them tick, like what they have to offer besides just randomizer. And it's really cool to hear and learn just what people have in their lives in two weeks. We'll have our next episode and our guest worth jig. So I hope you guys are going to be looking forward to that. I think for now, we're going to stick on this every other week kick uh, until things kind of settle down. League is wrapping up. I should have some more time soon. We'll see if we can get back to weekly. Let me know if you guys like it this way more or if you like weekly more. You know, we do weekly at this point, basically with Go Mode, if you combine it with spoiler log. So let me know what you guys want. Do you want weekly spoiler logs on top of Go Mode or does that make your backlog too big? We don't want to make so many episodes where it's like, all right, there's, you know, too much to listen to. So I'm not going to listen to anything. At least that's how I view it. But that being said too, um, please rate and review the show, if you will, Temp tells me it helps it out. So um, smash the five star button, throw an iTunes review. If you do tell me you did. I, I keep saying I'm going to check them. I don't. You know, if somebody puts one star uh, cool, <laughs> like if you don't like it, you don't have to You you don't you don't like it. That's fine. Um, But uh, if you guys can hit something on that, it would be appreciated. Um, Go mode has a Patreon, PayPal, that stuff. I'm not linking it, but if you're a part of this show, you probably know a little bit about go mode podcast. Uh, Yeah. Hope you guys have a great new year coming up here in just a couple days. If you're listening to this as it came out, looking forward to 2024, a lot of cool things on the horizon, a lot of cool guests and a lot of randomizers still to play. So, Hope to see you guys in 2024, have a good one.